even if we were going to be open, it wouldn't really look much like camp at all. What you can expect coming to the club is a lot of the clubs are going to have a reservation system. Uh, they really want to manage how many people are in the club at any given time, particularly in a class or with a, a trainer or professional. Gyms and health clubs make plans to open their doors for the first time in months. Welcome to our ABC 10 News Coronavirus Impact Podcast. I'm Ben Higgins, and we're looking at the different ways the ongoing pandemic is having an effect on our community. In just a moment, we'll talk to a local fitness pro about how your workout may look a little different than what you remembered from before COVID-19 hit. But first, here are some of the top coronavirus headlines for Tuesday, June 9th. California is one of 20 states now seeing a rise in cases, and more than a dozen states are seeing record highs. Many of those spikes have come after those states removed all restrictions. Arizona has seen a 34% jump this week. Doctors from Arizona's largest health care provider say they're now worried about being overwhelmed. Experts are reminding people that loosening restrictions makes it even more important for everyone to wear masks. Today's heat wave drove locals to the water on the same day that beach parking lots, piers, and boardwalks reopened following the long closure from the pandemic. Visitors filled Pacific Beach to South Mission Beach to take advantage of the restrictions being lifted. The move came just in time for the record temperatures and heat advisory. The city says beachgoers are still required to practice social distancing with anyone outside of their household. Also, people can't gather outside their own household or participate in sports such as football and volleyball on the beaches. 10 News spoke to a local mother who spent the day at the beach with her kids. I did not know the boardwalk was wide open today. We actually realized that while we were laying out, we said, wow, look, the boardwalk is open. People were far apart and not a lot of masks, but there was nobody encroaching on anyone's space. So it was nice. Coming up this Friday, Balboa Park Central Mesa will reopen and so will its parking lots. The CDC says Americans are misusing bleach in an effort to fight the coronavirus. An internet panel surveyed 502 people last month. They found that 39% admitted to incorrectly using bleach and other cleaners and disinfectants. According to the survey, 19% said they washed their food with disinfectant. 18% said they used it on their skin. The CDC says these are high-risk practices. They warn against doing any of these. The U.S. government agreed to a new deal to get more glass vials made for a coronavirus vaccine, reached an agreement with Corning, a company that makes glass products. There were concerns raised that even if we had a vaccine, there wouldn't be enough vials to distribute it. School is out, and now the question of sending kids to summer camp is here. The county says day camps can open up for the summer. As 10 News reporter Leah Pizzetti tells us, while one of the biggest camps in town is moving forward, not everyone is taking on that challenge. The YMCA is ready. They've been planning what reopening for summer will look like for months. For us, it was really a call to action. Like, okay, there's going to be a need in our community. We really need to step up our pace. Following county guidelines, some big changes will be taking everyone's temperature when they arrive, keeping kids in the same small groups all day without interacting with the large group and practicing social distancing. Lots of friendly reminders, lots of role modeling ourselves as well, and then really setting up the environment. Nat Coral says when they opened the summer signups, some camps filled up within half an hour. It's showing us that they're there's definitely a need and people are really excited uh, for camp, which is great. Not every camp is taking on this social distancing challenge. This was just going to be such a new level of things that were unknown, uncontrollable, and then 
you know, really potentially unsafe. Dr. Kelly Jones says this would be outpost summer camp's 19th summer, and they made the decision in April to not move forward this year, knowing the heart of their camp was the interactive activities that aren't possible right now. Playing games where we interact and touch and, you know, all that sort of stuff. And so even if we were going to be open, it wouldn't really look much like camp at all. They already had about 600 kids enrolled when they pulled the plug and gave full refunds. She says it's going to be a financial hit, but making the call early was better in the long run, and they're already planning for 2021. Leah Pesetti, 10 News. Nationwide stay-at-home orders may have prevented an additional 60 million coronavirus infections in the U.S. That's according to a new study in the scientific journal Nature. Researchers determined there would have been a half a billion more cases in the U.S., China, South Korea, Italy, Iran, and France combined if the countries did not lock down. The study comes on the heels of another from Colombia that determined more than 36,000 deaths could have been prevented if the U.S. locked down just one week earlier. The combination of the pandemic and protests over racial inequality taking a toll on the mental health of many children. To help, Blue Shield has expanded its Blue Sky program aimed at teen mental health. Last month, it launched the New State of Mind campaign where kids post their own coping tips on social media. They've already had more than 60,000 posts, including an animated video from San Diegan Yoel Castro. It gives me hope. Um, it's great to see other young people very passionate about about issues and wanting to fix them. The new State of Mind program plans to compile thousands of tips from teens into a guidebook for parents and teachers. Well, if you can't seem to find a variety in flavors of your favorite snacks at the grocery store, there's a reason. Experts say food manufacturers have cut back on producing some more unique foods in order to meet demand for traditional items. When the pandemic began, companies like General Mills, Pepsi, Coke, and Campbell's saw a massive spike in demand for some products. To help meet that increase, they sped up production on their most popular items, meaning fewer varieties of things like Jif peanut butter, Oreo cookies, and Frito-Lay chips at the store. Companies will likely go back to producing a wider variety of items soon. All California DMV offices will reopen by Thursday. In-person driving tests are still suspended, and customers are encouraged to use online services before coming into the office. Customers whose appointments were canceled during the closure will be seen first, Everyone is required to wear face coverings and stay six feet apart in line. The government has extended the real ID deadline to October 2021 to give people more time to apply. We're seeing new guidelines for gyms reopening in San Diego and throughout California. And joining me today from Idea Health and Fitness is Amy Thompson to try to get an idea of what the new normal is at gyms. Amy, it's good to have you on today. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. Well, obviously, it's been a tough last few months for gym goers, and I know a lot of people who are really excited about the news this week about gyms opening, but you can't really expect anything to look like what it did beforehand. What's kind of the overview uh, from what you're expecting as gyms start to reopen this weekend? Yeah. Um, well, first, I, I would say that we're all very excited to get back to work. So a lot of you have been participating virtually or outdoors, but we're excited to get you back in. Um, we have very clear guidelines from the state of California, as well as the city of San Diego as to how we will uh, make sure the clubs are clean and that we're cleaning equipment after use. 
But I think what you can expect coming to the club is a lot of the clubs are going to have a reservation system. Uh, they really want to manage how many people are in the club at any given time, particularly in a class or with a, a trainer or professional you can expect that you'll be asked to potentially check your temperature or acknowledge that you're healthy. And um, you can expect that the employees will be wearing masks and you may be asked to wear a mask in some clubs as well. Now, obviously, a, a gym is not just a gym. There are small boutique yoga studios. There's, you know, large chain fitness centers with weights and multiple classrooms and cycle spin classes. I, I, they'll all have different challenges, obviously, but do you see more difficulty in certain types of gyms as we get reopened? Sure. Yeah. Each is navigating their own nuances and the smaller studios are easier to control the usage and clean between classes, et cetera. Uh, but the large multi facilities, the, all the offerings, they're kind of bringing them back in phases. So they may not, you may not see your full group fitness offerings right away. Uh, for sure. Childcare. I know we're holding off a little bit on childcare and some of the recreational sports. Like if you were doing pickup games at your club, those might be prolonged a little bit longer. Uh, but yes, you're correct. If this, if the equipment is shared equipment, uh, you can expect that it will need to be cleaned more frequently and might take a little more time between usage to make sure that happens. Amy, what challenges have you seen with reservation systems? Obviously, some gyms have had them in the past, but now that they're going to become more common, um, you know, people who try to get in, don't get in, don't get the times they want, that can be very frustrating for a gym member. Yeah, and I think for multi-purpose clubs, you probably were not used to a reservation system. You could go anytime you wanted, but if you've been a boutique user, you're pretty familiar with creating a reservation and maybe not getting the time slot you wanted. So I think that's where I, I would just offer to please be flexible as we all navigate this. I mean, your safety is first and foremost at the top of everyone's mind. And to do that, we need to make sure that we can come back safely and, and manage the flow of people in and out of the club appropriately. Um, but that's all I would ask is just be patient. You may not get your favorite instructor at the favorite time or your favorite workout time, but as long as people are healthy and staying safe, that's what's most important. Uh, we've certainly been focusing maybe on the gym member or customer, but what about uh, gym owners and operators? Uh, is it possible to run a successful gym when you have to limit the number of people inside, you know, oftentimes by maybe three quarters, you know, keeping a lot of social distance, that's going to limit membership and the number of people that can actually come in. Is that feasible for, for many gyms? Well, we, you know what, um, for some it won't be. And for some, what's happened in our industry has already been devastating financially. So I know a lot are just eager to get those that are ready to come back to come in and resume their memberships, but others are offering continued virtual opportunities, um, continuing to offer classes outside just to keep the revenue stream coming in. And I would just say that, um, you know, if you are a patron of a gym and you love that gym and you can keep your membership dues going, Going, even though you're not able to use the gym as much as possible, please do that because it really will help those owners to manage this difficult time. And of course, um, you know, there's a lot of independent fitness professionals as well. Um, what's this time like for, you know, personal trainers who may just be affiliated with gym and not, not work there specifically? Uh, are there challenges associated with the new rules there? 
So every fitness professional that I know is now finding their way into the online or virtual kind of space. So I think you can expect to see your favorite fitness professionals in a lot of different places, online, at a club, and I think those will continue. Um, but in terms of the protocols that they're following, we're making sure that they have these clear guidelines from the state of California or whatever state they may live in and work in and that they're following those to the degree that they are wearing a mask, they're practicing distancing, and that they are providing the same uh, guidelines when it comes to a one-on-one -on -one session or class session that we're seeing in the clubs. Amy Thompson, Idea Health and Fitness, really appreciate the perspective on gyms reopening and, and hopefully we all get an opportunity to get those fitness regimens back going again. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity. We're also seeing more good news as the process of rebounding from the pandemic continues. San Diego's Air and Space Museum in Balboa Park will reopen Friday. It's been closed since mid-March. All guests must wear face coverings and social distance. New hand sanitizer stations have been installed around the museum, and staff will go through health screenings every day. The museum opens Friday at 10 a.m., along with all parking lots in Balboa Park. And if you're more of a shopper than a museum goer, Nordstrom and Nordstrom Rack Stores will begin welcoming customers on Thursday. All employees will go through health screenings and wear face coverings. The number of people allowed in each store will be limited. Some locations may have different shopping hours, so check with your store beforehand. San Diego still faces a long road to recovery even after the pandemic subsides. ABC 10 News is committed to helping San Diegans rebound from the turmoil created by the coronavirus, getting back on our feet, finding jobs, resources, and creative solutions to rebuild. Together, we'll find a way. For stories and more information on how we bounce back, go to 10news.com rebound. That's all for today. I'm Ben Higgins.